Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show Mix Nutty 4.1. Good morning. Welcome to the pre-show and welcome to Thursday. It is 530 Thank you for joining us this half hour just for you guys up early with us. And uh, we're so glad to have you with us this morning. How you doing? Good, good. My Wednesday was a very productive day here on this end. The big thing for me yesterday was I got that speeding ticket that I got in Utah over our summer break there. I got that taken care of yesterday. I was on the phone with, and I got to, they are so nice up there in Utah. The area I pulled over was an area called Fillmore, which is between St. George and Salt Lake City. That's where I got pulled over. I was doing 102. The speed limit is 80. It was a whole thing. I was supposed to appear in court today virtually, but I ended up uh, working out a deal with the prosecutor yesterday at the final hour, and uh, everything is good now. So I got that taken care of, which was a nice weight lifted off my shoulders. So you you actually like talked to the prosecutor, yeah. or did you go through like a mediator? Or? No, I spoke to her directly. They gave me her information, and so I called the courthouse earlier in the week, and, and they told me some options. She's like, or you can call the prosecutor and try to sort things out before you go to court on Thursday. So her and I were going back and forth, and she actually called during the show at one point. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Can I call you back after 10? <laughs> and she was so sweet. She's like, absolutely, call me back. And so we, we, we spoke and worked out. She made me an offer, and I'm like, okay. And she's like, well, that's kind of the only thing I can do for you. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll take that deal and sent me the forms last night. Got it signed, sent it back, and so should should all be done. So that one's taken care of. Well, that's good news. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It was a victory. It was a victory yesterday for me. And then, yeah, then the, the one I got in here in Las Vegas, which was a week after, which you witnessed me getting pulled over here on the 215 on the way to work. That one I have until October to sort that thing out. So I'll let this... Utah one, breathe for a minute, and then I'll address the Vegas Are one. Are you able to do the same thing and, and try to get a deal on this one, or is it different since you live here? I haven't even looked, to be honest. I haven't even pulled it up. I know I have until October 18th to sort that one out, so I haven't even jumped online to, to punch in the information and see what my options are. Uh, a friend of mine, she got a speeding ticket. She got two, two on one trip, same drive, um, and she was telling me she was able to jump on there, and for her speeding ticket, they had multiple options. One was just pay the fine and accept it there was a traffic school and then there one was one where the fine was super high but it just went down as a parking ticket hmm. she just paid a, it, was, it was a very high fine but the thing just completely went away and that was an option offered by the courthouse so do it right yeah <laughs> pay the fine and be done with it so we'll see what happens with that that has it made you a little lighter on the gas have you noticed that you are not driving as fast as you used to drive yes it has it certainly has i, I have learned my lesson with those two speeding tickets before when i had my mustang 
I would I would just use that was a fast car as well. I would I would always use cruise control. And then when I got this Challenger in 2020, I just kind of just went all in and be you know driving pretty fast. So now I do use the cruise control a lot on the way to work on the 215. Hit cruise control. It's not worth another ticket. Nor do I think I could risk getting another ticket. Yeah, no kidding. So that was uh that was things were sorted out. <laughs> well, good. Yeah, I'm I know. Glad. I know. And the whole fact that so many people comment like uh, after the the one here in Las Vegas, like did Mercedes really see it? I'm like, oh yeah, she wins the whole thing. She saw. Me drive by her. She tried. She tried to give me a heads up. She saw me get pulled over. And next I thing tried you know, to warn you. you I, and my, I just, I. The problem was I was driving, so I couldn't text you. So I was talking into my watch, telling Siri to text you, and uh, she did. And and <laughs> the message got through. But I think it, I, as I watched it send, and then I watched the lights turn on. It was like. Within two seconds, and I'm, I think my text arrived after that, so that was a shame. No, you tried, though, and I appreciate the effort. I truly appreciate <laughs> the effort. So, And, and you know, it, it was meant to happen because things have changed for me when it comes to, to speeding. So thank you for the forewarning last week and witnessing the, my second speeding ticket. <laughs> well, that, uh, yeah, you, it sounds like you had an eventful day, so let's uh, let's get things started this morning. Time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Brass Monkey by the Beastie Boys. Brass Monkey, that monkey monkey. Brass Monkey Junkie, that monkey monkey. Do you want to hear Men in Black by Will Smith? Or do you want to hear Whenever, Wherever by Shakira? Get your votes in now. It's easy. You can do it a couple of ways. You can tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page, or you can text or call us at 702-364-9400. We are going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Lizzo and About Damn Time is the number one song in the country. About Damn Time. It took out Harry Styles as it was. Harry had the number one song for 10 weeks, the past two weeks in a row. But Lizzo took out Harry Styles. And Styles graciously accepted his defeat by sending Lizzo a colorful arrangement of flowers. Lizzo showed them off in a TikTok video in which she holds them up and she says, Thanks for the flowers, Harry. She also captioned it, y'all. Harry got me flowers congratulating me on about damn time going to number one. She had the crying emojis. Beautiful, beautiful flowers. I'm sure he picked them himself. He was out there in his garden (laughs) cutting them. "Mm, Would you like these? They reminded me of the flowers that Wayne Newton sometimes sends you for your birthday and special occasions. Because you know they're Wayne Newton flowers when you walk in the studio. Because they're over the top. Very big bouquet from a very beautiful... uh, uh, flower shop here in town that just does like amazing work and yeah you can always tell when it's from Wayne it's like oh wait Wayne was here he left yeah. his mark it's the gorgeous stuff so Beyonce's upcoming album was leaked two days before it's supposed to drop around the world and her loyal fans they're not having this so a French fan posted a picture of Beyonce's Renaissance album in CD format on Wednesday alerting fans worldwide that the album wasn't being confined to Friday anymore that's it's out there right now you can find it Songs titled Alien Superstar, Church Girl, and Covet began to make their rounds on social media. 
So as a method to fight the leaks, Beyonce's Beehive fan club, they sent out alerts threatening to swat down, shut down any possible leaks that they find online until the album is officially released on Friday. Well, yeah, I mean, come on. It's just we're, we're less than a day away. Just it'll be here. Relax. We're so close. We're yeah. so close. This is huge. Ed Sheeran is the very first artist to reach 100 million followers on Spotify in an Instagram video. He celebrated the milestone by wearing a T-shirt that Spotify gave him that said, ask me about my 100 million Spotify followers. He then walked around. It was really funny. Asking his crew, looking at the shirt, saying, you know, follow these directions. And they were acting all annoyed and they weren't having any of it. Here's some of the audio of Ed Sheeran. So I just hit 100 million followers on Spotify, and Spotify has sent me this T-shirt. So I'm going to walk around the stadium and ask people to ask me about my 100 million followers, because they're all going to be so excited for me. Hi, Kev. Nice to see you. Do you know? You know? What? Hey, Mark. Um, you know? You know us? What? Well, whatever. They just seem so annoyed with him. It's so <laughs> like, funny. I, I don't care. <laughs> and then last one here. This is, this, if you like Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, next week's episode of Better Call Saul, this is the third to the last of the entire series. It airs August 1st. It's titled Breaking Bad. You have to assume that this is going to start seeing Walter White and Jesse Pinkman start to pop up. And then fans pointed out that 13 years ago, there was an episode called Better Call Saul, which was the very first episode that Saul made his appearance on Breaking Bad. That's so cool. These writers, they are so good. I mean, how they are able to incorporate things that have happened years ago and then years ago incorporate things that will become a future series. Like, it's just how they are able to tie everything together is totally beyond me. It's a talent. It's a gift is what it is. We'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour, actually right around 7.15. It's Mix 94.1. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1666. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and Jay-Z. Good morning and welcome to the show. It is 6 o'clock. It is Thursday, July 28th. Thank you guys so much for joining us this kind of gloomy uh, Tuesday. You always know it's humid when my water bottles kind of uh, start sweating. And I noticed that those are the only things sweating in here. It's nice to have the temperature back to normal around here. Yeah. We, we At least to... for, for me. I know it's a little colder in other areas. Yeah. Steph Studios. Uh, oh, she's got like a sweatshirt on right now. She's uh, It's chilly in there. But yeah, our studio was, we had some problems with that. Uh, with the AC in here, but we got things dialed in. It feels really nice in here. How are you doing? How was your night last night? It was good. It was a good night last night. I, I worked yesterday afternoon. I did uh, Las Vegas Now, got home, um, trying to figure out what to do for dinner. And uh, it was so funny. It, uh, my my girls, when we went to, uh, when we went to France uh, a couple weeks back, they fell in love with just a simple food that you pretty much find everywhere in France. And it's just a baguette with some butter on it and um, maybe like some ham and some cheese. And they're like, can we have baguette sandwiches for dinner? And I was like, uh, yeah, we got to get the stuff. So my husband's like, I'll go buy some baguettes. <laughs> and he leaves. And uh, so we made we made baguette sandwiches for dinner last night. It was so super simple. They were so happy. And I have to admit, it was kind of like a, a little bit of uh, being back in France. It was, and it, gosh, I, there was no cleanup. I was like, this is so nice. So we, uh, we did that for dinner last night. We watched a little bit of Big Brother. And uh, yeah, it was a good night for me. The way- 
way you're describing it, you had a ham and cheese sandwich last night, but it sounds so nice and delicious the way you're describing it. So you have a baguette. What kind of cheese did you guys go with? Provolone. Ooh. No, the girls had prosciutto. Matt and I had turkey. Um, but they don't use like mayo or mustard. They put butter on it. So that was the thing. Probably mm, not mm, the best mm. condiment. But that I tell you, it just changes the taste. And so I, you know, I went light on the butter for me. And actually, I, I, I went kind of light on all of us. I think th- in France, they just slathered <laughs> it on. But, I, you know, I because it was real butter. And I was like, oh, boy. So I, I put some butter on it. And I took a bite. And I was like, man, th- sandwiches just hit different when you put butter on instead of some mayo or some mustard. I was just like, wow, this is really good. I can see why they like this. And you did turkey? I did turkey. Me and my husband. Yeah. Well, you just you just put it on the bread, mm-hmm. and then you put the turkey on, then you put the cheese, uh, the slice of the the provolone on, and then the other the top part, and it was good. We cut up a whole baguette, and we we shared that, and and you know they weren't gigantic sandwiches, but there was enough to fill us up for night. No side dishes, no chips, no nothing. We just had the sandwich, <laughs> and that was it. It was so nice. That sounds. Laura's in Puerto Rico right now for work, and that sounds like my dinner option tonight. That sounds really really good. Maybe that's a potential try it Tuesday. We make a French sandwich. We get a baguette, some butter, some some meat, and some cheese, and and have at it because it was just it was really good. My daughter. My my youngest Brooklyn, she's like, hey, can we just start making this a tradition on Wednesday nights where we have these sandwiches? And I was like, okay, by me. I mean, I might eventually, you know, take the top off and just go half the half the bread because <laughs> even though they're small, you know, it's it's a baguette. And so I was like, yeah, we could we we can look into that. But it was just so funny. It was so simple, and they were so happy. You have Taco Tuesday and Baguette Wednesdays. Yeah. We just make it a, just every year go with a different nationality, a, d- a different country's uh, food and, 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 you know, feel like we traveled the world mm-hmm. at my own home. So it was really nice. There's something nice about a good sandwich, though, too. Yeah. I haven't had a sandwich in it. It's been about a week or so. It's been a good sandwich. Maybe that's just, maybe I'll just do it tonight. Nice big sandwich for dinner. Hey, why not? I'm telling you, try the butter. Yeah, yeah. Try the butter. That's a game changer <laughs> right there. Well, let's talk about today's show. So 9 a.m., We're going to send you and a friend to go see Harry Styles. This is your chance to win a trip or two to see Harry Styles live on tour. You pick the city, New York, L.A., Chicago, want to go to Austin. 9 a.m. is your first chance to do that. And coming up next, we have What's Trending. What do you have for us? Well, this reunion last night almost broke the Internet. Shawn Mendes cancels his world tour to take care of himself. And the new TikTok trend that's adding a little bite to your wine. We'll explain coming up next in What's Trending. Probably trending already. We're trending well. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Oh, ho, ho. Olivia Rodrigo and Joshua Bassett are trending this morning. Why? The two basically broke the internet last night as they arrived at the high school musical, the movie, the series premiere yesterday. The, the shocking reunion had them both smiling, even twinning in black ensembles. Now, if you don't know and don't understand why that's such a big deal, her Grammy Award-winning album, Sour, was inspired by their breakup. He's the one that Driver's License is about. He's the one that all, you know, Deja Vu is about. He was the inspiration for that album. So that 
was a big deal. Oh, I saw your what's trending when he said it over. I'm like, what's the story on these two? That's the dude. That's, That's the, the dude. dude. Oh my gosh. That he la- he dumped her for Sabrina Carpenter. And it just was a thing. Twitter was shocked. And we posted a picture of them on the red carpet. If you want to check it out, it's on our website, mix941.fm. Some people tweeted, Olivia Rodrigo and Joshua Bassett on the red carpet together was not on my 2022 bingo card. Uh, this this tweet says, how is this real? So it was a big deal. Now, were they night. just there kind of hanging out as friends? Or did they say anything? Did they talk to the... Uh, I'm so intrigued by this whole thing. I think they they just arrived like at the same time. I don't think they showed up together, but... The pictures of them, she was doing her signature, you know, peace sign winky uh, pose, and they looked happy. They looked friendly. But, I mean, she is one of the biggest stars in the world, and he's, you know, they're not on the same level anymore, like as they were when when High School Musical, the the movie, the series started. Mm-hmm. Like They were on the same level. She's a Grammy award-winning artist now, and so... What's it's like when you are successful and you get to go back to your ex and kind of just be like, oh, hey, oh, hi. <laughs> I, I think it was kind of one of those things. And he, I think, was like, oh, man, what did I do? <laughs> you know? Well, uh, you know, you, you launched an amazing album. That's what you did, buddy. Yeah. I mean, you sh- uh, he, he did her dirty, it sounds like. And you shouldn't treat anyone like that. But part of me is like, thank you, because you gave us that album. Olivia, you inspired her to put out that, that just a gorgeous album, beautiful album. Great inspo, Joshua. So that yeah. is trending this morning. Also trending this morning is Sean Mendez. In case you missed it yesterday, the singer, he has canceled the remaining dates of his Wonder World Tour to focus on his mental health. He posted a statement on social media to let fans know that he just wasn't prepared for the toll that being back on the road would take on him. He also wrote, after speaking with my team and working with an incredible group of health professionals, it's become more clear that I need to take the time I've never taken personally to ground myself and come back stronger he had played just seven of 87 shows that were scheduled across the u.s the uk and europe i mean good for him the guy needs a break he's taking it he's focusing on himself and hopefully that'll inspire others that are burnt out and, and don't think maybe they can take the time off and focus on themselves sean do this they can follow his lead i think this is really good i just i am i'm so impressed with how all the people in the public eye that are now openly talking about mental health um, especially since a lot of times a person can seem fine mm-hmm. and, and you have no clue what's going on. And it, what's even better is when they come back stronger and they say, Hey, it's because I talked to someone. It's, it's because I did that. And that really can inspire a lot of people who might be wondering, like, you know, can I do that too? So, um, I really respect him for that. And of course we wish him the best on, on just getting to the point where he needs to be to come back out. And, uh, so we can see him and just his incredible talent. Also trending this morning is jalapeno rosé. Move over healthy Coke. We tried you. You weren't that great, but this, this might be, I don't know. I I have mixed feelings on this. The latest TikTok trend is adding jalapenos to rosé wine. Alyssa Marshall, she started this trend on her TikTok after being dared by one of her followers to drop the spicy pepper into her wine. And now 
Jalapeno Rosé has over 860,000 views on the site. She says the idea came from her love for spicy margaritas and a running joke amongst her followers is that she is obsessed with jalapenos and adds them to everything. Well, the trend isn't technically a new idea. Spicy margaritas have been around since the early 2000s, but some people are really loving the idea of something sharp, really cutting into the sweet undertones of rosé. It actually sounds pretty good. I think just looking at it, it's like, ooh, why is there a pepper floating in your wine? But I could see where it would counterbalance the, the sweetness of rosé. When Laura came back from France, she was into rosé, and she's still into rosé. And so I started dabbling in rosé. It's been an up and down little roller coaster. I want to hide right now with rosé. I could see myself trying this and liking it, but I couldn't see myself doing a whole bottle of it or a couple of glasses that way. For me, just get, get a taste, feel that bite. Oh, that's unique. But I'd want to go back to just a regular rosé. I don't think I can handle like a whole entire couple of glasses that way. See, I, I like rosé, but sometimes it just gets too sweet for me. Mm-hmm. So I could see like having a glass regularly. And then once the sweetness is like really kicking in, maybe on the second glass, throw that in just to break it up a little bit. It's become a science project yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's what's trending. Hey, if you are taking the 15 this morning north, there has been a crash involving a semi on 15 north, um, north of Las Vegas at mile marker 58, which is the apex exit. But all lanes on the 15 north are blocked in that area. So there's no estimate for when things are going to open back up. So keep that in mind if you are headed in that direction this morning. We're going to check in with Mitch Kelly here in just a few minutes and get more details on that. It's 633. I am so excited because tonight we get two brand new episodes of The Captain. Are you watching The Captain? No. What's The Captain? It's a new Netflix series? No. It's uh, it's a docu- documentary on Derek Jeter, the, the most iconic player in Yankees history, or at least one of the most iconic players in Yankees history. And they kind of t- take a look at the man behind the icon and and what really happened during his his time in pinstripes and and I've watched there's been like I think there's been two episodes out so they're releasing two new episodes tonight which I can't wait to to watch it's really good and just shows a lot of where he came from and how he stayed so grounded and um how he became an icon and on the last episode he was just talking about yeah, he's always had kind of a, a a a good guy image. You know what I mean? Where he didn't get into any trouble like some other baseball players and things like that. And they were talking about how how he used to go out and he was he was partying with like Puff Daddy and and J Lo and and he he made the comment and I thought I gosh I think this same thing on a daily basis. He said. I am so glad that this happened in the late 90s and early 2000s before cell phones were there filming your every move. He goes, I don't think I would have gotten to the level I got to if people were filming me because they would have thought different of me because of some of the things that Mm -hmm. I was doing. And I thought, oh, my gosh, I think about that all the time. What what is it that makes you say I am so glad I am not a kid anymore or I am so glad I'm not a teenager anymore watching this documentary. And when he said that, I was like, same, Derek, same. I'm so glad there was no social media when I was growing up. Uh, It just it it, it would have put so just the pressure itself. But then also just people 
documenting everything, whether you like it or not. It's scary. I am so glad that we didn't have social media when we were growing up. When I was in college, didn't have social media. People had, we, we were taking pictures. We didn't have cell phones with cameras back then. And so, yes, I am so thankful because I don't want to see some of those photos, some of those parties. There's a couple of pictures. It's cool to look at, but I don't want to see have know that I have thousands of photos or all these videos are out there. And I don't think I'd be able to handle social media as a kid. All the pressure that comes with social media and then bullying, too, that you get with social media. I mean, growing up, there were a couple of kids that, that, that I got bullied by. But the thing was, though, that bullying would stop at 3 o'clock. I would get home on a Friday, and I knew that I didn't have to deal with any of that until Monday morning. The weekend, I had a safe zone at my house. With social media, there is no safe zone. People will come at you from all angles and at all times of the day. But I knew at 3 o'clock, things were done. Things were done for the day. Things were done for the afternoon. It's, it's tough. Kids now are surrounded by the Internet 24-7. And I don't think it is healthy to always be connected. I mean, sometimes I'm like... This is not healthy for me to be connected. Imagine being a kid. What's what's something else that makes you say, gosh, I am so glad I'm not a kid or a teen anymore. Um, This text just came in. It said Instagram, in my opinion, is a platform for what I like to call non-content. It's media that takes up space and isn't even the equivalent of sugar because sugar has calories. <laughs> I like I like the comparison. Yeah, well, yeah, it's just you, you put out again what people what you want people to see. It's not reality, and I think sometimes people think it is reality, and they look at other people like their life is so perfect. Oh my gosh, this is amazing, and and I'm so jealous. And it's like you you don't know how, you're only seeing what they want you to mm-hmm. see. It's that social media mass that people put on. What about video games? So growing up, I did Nintendo, PlayStation, all, the whole thing. But you, we, I was not able to talk to my buddies through a headset or anything. If I wanted to play my buddies' two-player game, I would go to their house. They would come to my house. And that was a lot of fun. We'd all get together and play video games. I don't know. I haven't played a video game in a long time. But we've got coworkers, lots of friends that do it. With They're connected with the headphones and talking to each other. I don't know if I'd want to be doing that as a kid connected all these some random strangers playing video games with them well and you can just set it up to do it with your friends mm-hmm. but yeah so there's a lot of access to to people out there and you have no idea and some of them are really complicated like i you know i'll play with my daughter sometimes and and she's just so good it's so much better than me and i'm like i suck i'm sorry i'm really trying and she's like no it's fine it's fine it just takes more practice and she's really encouraging about it but yeah it's it's crazy uh this text just came in and says i'm so glad i don't have to go to school anymore and my mom can't tell me what to do anymore <laughs> makes me so glad <laughs> makes me so glad to not be a teen uh this one says Kids now can't go to- toilet papering or ding-dong ditching without being caught by cameras now. Yeah, the ring doorbell really kind of put a damper on that. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that was just a fun little thing to run up, and it's such the excitement, too. You ring that doorbell, and you go running away as fast as possible, hide behind a bush. You see the neighbor open up, hello, hello, because back then people opened up their front door when you rang it. Now someone rings it, I'm not going to go to my front door. I hide. <laughs> yes. I, like, do the army crawl, and I'm like, they can't see me, can they? And I'm, like, trying to see who it is out there. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not, I, I am not part of uh, the, the door answers. Don't come to my house. If you are, tell me you're coming, and then I'll know to open the door. You ever get the, someone rings the doorbell, and then they knock? I'm like, oh, why are they now knocking? They must really need me. I know. That's so... Ding dong. I'm like, oh no.
I'm I'm definitely hiding on this one. <laughs> Slowly opening up the shutters. Who's down there? Oh, it's UPS. Okay, oh, I'll go down that's there. That's why I love the ring doorbell, basically, because I can now see, oh, it's UPS. I'll, I'll go answer it. Go out and greet oh, them. Oh, I don't know who that kid is. I'm not answering the door. <laughs> Who's that stranger out there? We have uh, lots coming up on the show, including next hour, actually one hour from right now, 740. Your tickets to go see Gail, her avoiding college tour, fall 2022. She'll be at the, the Virgin Hotels in October, October 15th. We have your tickets next hour at 740. And up next is the Hot 3. What do you have for us? We are going to talk about uh, texting your kids and how parents are using this as the primary form of communication with our kids now. It's actually, speaking of technology, it's, it's kind of crazy. We'll talk about that. Also, why you should be turning on the AC when you are working. And a man got a DUI for... Uh, Drunkenly driving a scooter. But wait until you hear where he was driving this scooter. It's all coming up next in the Hot 3. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Nearly 6 in 10 parents say that they often text their kids... To come downstairs for dinner instead of actually talking to them. A new survey of parents of school-age kids found that the average kid will receive their first smartphone at 10 years old. The average parent says that they were 11 when they got their first piece of personal tech, like a desktop computer or a laptop. Seven in 10 parents say that they trust their kids with tech, even though two-thirds have put parental codes or uh, controls on their kids' devices for security. 62% also believe tech is beneficial for kids social skills, but parents say they decided to give their uh, kids a smartphone to use for emergency purposes to help them gain tech skills for future work and because they showed the maturity to own one. I don't think there's anything wrong with texting your kid if they're upstairs in the room, the door's shut, and you're downstairs. It's the modern-day intercom system. My house came with one of those old-school intercom systems. The main the main basement's down in the kitchen. You press the button. Uh, dinner is ready. And you're upstairs in one of the rooms. It comes blaring through. Dinner is ready. You're like, what is that? It's the modern intercom system is what it is. My uh, kids, they FaceTime me more than text me. They they will just FaceTime me, but they never show their face. It's always like the ceiling or ha- their forehead. They're like, what are we having for dinner? And I'm like, why don't you show your face? Because I'm tired. I'm like, <laughs> but there's me making sure my background is perfect and everything. I'm like, hello. Turning on the lighting yeah. and everything. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Hey, girls. Uh, also this morning, here is a good reason that your boss should let you turn down the office thermostat. Air conditioning may take up electricity, but it does boost human productivity. Several studies have shown that workers' energy drags as the temperature climbs and nothing beats AC for coping with oppressive heat, says the experts. We are dialed in with the AC and here. Our studios feel great. Uh, we're, we're not hot. I look over to Steph and she's got a sweatshirt on. Is the AC making you more productive over there? I, I think it is. Actually, I came in right, I don't know, 430 or so. And I was like, oh, I'm ready to go to work. It's cold. And it makes me feel awake. I'm not slowly waking up i'm like oh i'm awake let's get to business yeah it's is it really really cold in there because mine's chilly but in a good way is, is yours freezing well like yesterday it gets really freezing for like 10 minutes and then it goes away and then it starts getting humid so that's kind of when when it gets starts to get humid i start taking my little walk around the building yeah by the time i get back it's cold again <laughs> that's funny it's it's 
we can't get on the same page here. It's like all of our our little studios are so different. And you're you're definitely Steph, one hundred percent connected to the the AC system that Mercedes and I use. I don't know that one hundred percent because remember when you two were playing with the air conditioning, yeah. it wasn't affecting mine at all. I it, think you're connected to the one the studio behind Mercedes. Oh. I know that one be, controls the production room over there. I really don't know because there's a, a thermostat in the hallway, and I wanted to start playing with that one, and I I didn't want to get in trouble, but whatever degrees is on the thermostat does not match what's in my studio. So I don't know. There might be a magic thermostat somewhere <laughs> controlling mine. <laughs> uh, but the, we got to figure this out. There's but... one thermostat down the hallway. Someone's just pressing the button. Yeah. Like, this is not, nothing's happening. Meanwhile, Steph is freezing out of there. Minus five. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I am fine. I am happy. Like a couple weeks ago we came in. It was like our first day back from vacation and I was just like, I, I it was so hot and humid. I felt like I told my I, I told our, uh, our our engineer I was like uh it, it feels like a rainforest and he's like yeah. okay we'll get it taken care of. Now I couldn't be happier. It's perfect. It's yeah we're smooth in here now. <laughs> uh, finally this morning a man in Florida was arrested for drunken drunkenly driving a Walmart scooter down the aisles of the store running into shelves and displays and almost hitting other customers. He was charged with uh, four decimeters. Who knew you could get a DUI even if you were just driving five to ten miles per hour? He's 39-year-old Aaron Gregory, and he was uh, yeah, he was arrested on Sunday for drunk driving a Walmart scooter down the aisles, running into shelves and displays, and almost striking other customers with the, the scooter. And he was really drunk. When the police arrived, he couldn't stand on his own. He needed to be hauled out on a stretcher. He had a backpack with him, and in the scooter's basket, uh, th- there was an open bottle of Smirnoff vodka. He was charged with four dis- misdemeanors, including DUI, disorderly intoxication, and possession of an open container of alcohol. We get an open open container too. Yeah, in the Walmart. In Walmart it's like, while oh, well, don't mind me <laughs> while I'm shopping. Oh my gosh. Uh, seven a.m. We have our seven a.m. Social Club. This is really cool. We go live on Facebook and live on YouTube, and we're live the entire hour during the songs, during commercials, some great behind the scene conversations. So join us. That'll start in just about six. Six minutes. It's Mix 94.1. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is 6.57 and we are live, the 7 a.m. social club. If you want to join us online, we are live streaming on our YouTube channel. Yes, we have a YouTube channel. Like and subscribe. You can also check us out as we live stream on Facebook. Everything that's happening on the air and off the air, the conversations, the um, the secret conversations, the not so secret conversation. It's a it's quite an experience, and we love seeing you guys on there. So make sure you join us, and we can interact with you guys too. If you leave a comment, we'll see your comments. We have a conversation going back and forth. I want to do a, a little game with you guys. Okay. Random question, rapid fire. I'm guessing you're going to ask us random questions and you're going to do it in rapid fire fashion. Yep, you got it. That's what I got from the title. You got it. That's how how we come up with game titles. What are we doing? What's the game about? Let's title it that. Are you ready for these? I'm going to hit you. I can put a a timer on the clock and you guys go back and forth, or I can just hit you, Mercedes, hit you with a few, and then bounce back and forth to staff. How would you want to do it? So, what's the, like, what's the point? What What are some of the questions? Are they like. Really crazy questions. Or yeah, just... they, they kind of revealing questions about you. I think it's I think it's more entertaining if you don't put thought into it and kind of give us the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay, because you could probably stop and really think about the answers. And then I think if you just do rapid fire answers as quickly as possible. Okay, I think we'll we'll learn a little bit more about you. Okay, so just answer just as quick too. Don't don't give a whole long explanation. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And maybe uh, you want a long explanation. We can say explanation. And you can give us an explanation. Okay. Uh, do you want to do like five for me and then like five for Steph? Yeah, that sounds oh, good. Okay. Okay. All right. So let's uh, let's start here. Mercedes, everyone that knows me knows I love the Yankees. What's your "The World Is Ending and We're All Gonna Die" song? Um, Dino. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what popular movie have you never seen? Um, Jaws. Wow. Uh, what's a children's movie you really enjoy watching? Um, the uh, well, I don't think it's a children's movie, but the Princess Bride. We talked about that yesterday. You get an opportunity opportunity to become a god of one thing. What do you choose to be a god of? Um, the people <laughs> <laughs> helping the people. I want to help. All right, Steph. <laughs> okay. Wh- what was your strangest experience that made you want to believe in the paranormal? Uh, my dad being a psychic. <laughs> <laughs> what crime should not be illegal? What crime should not be illegal? It should be a jaywalking. 
Jaywalking should not be illegal. I'm sorry, should be. No, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Jaywalking should, should not, not be illegal. Be illegal. Yeah. I don't know. It's dangerous sometimes. People jumping out between cars and stuff. Yeah, but if you're like, if the if the light is, if it says don't don't cross, and there's no oh, yeah, cars coming, it. like you should be able to just hop a car. Common sense, you know, like, based off of your common sense. Yes. What show or movie would you turn into a Broadway musical? What what movie? What show or movie would you turn into a Broadway musical? I think it might be already, but I don't know. I love Game of Thrones. What would be the last song you'd want to hear before you die? Thank you. Next, Ariana Grande. (laughs) (laughs) What was the most expensive mistake you ever made? Ooh. Probably just getting a credit card in general. (laughs) (laughs) Mercedes, what have you dropped your phone in? A toilet. Who has been in social media jail the longest and for what? Uh, Of us? Like, do you like uh, block someone or? Oh, oh, on my end. Um, not, oh, not, not interact with someone. My, um, my mother-in-law's husband. I, I, I dumped him a long time ago. <laughs> my ear out of here. What would be the worst career to have to do naked? Mm, I would say construction. Oh, jackhammer. Yeah, just like too much that or uh, a chef. Oh, something sizzling in that. Yeah. yeah. What movie? What movie messed you up as a kid? Oh, um, Candyman. Oh yeah. Oh, that movie is still messes me up. What's the worst physical pain you have ever experienced? Um, the loss of someone that I loved. Mm. Steph, what is the most important lesson your parents taught you? Uh, the only person that's going to take care of you is yourself. What would you? What would be your revolutionary burger development? Ooh, uh, ooh, that's hard. I really like Filipino food, so that sinigang, it's a soup base, so making that into a burger out of soup would be kind of cool. What is your favorite swear word alternative? Mm. Steph's like dropping the F-bomb. Shut the door! <laughs> what is your favorite word, not for its definition, but for its sound? Ooh, chili. Chili. (laughs) (laughs) If you were sentenced to death, Steph, and got to pick your walkout song, what would it be? Thank you. Next. (laughs) That's going to be the answer for all hers. Mercedes, what is your go-to comfort film to watch? Comfort film? Mm -hmm. Uh, Dead Poets Society. If you had to change your first name, what would you change it to? Um, hmm. I would change it to Vanessa. (laughs) Yes, Vanessa. We're gonna call you that. Actually, I I would. You want to know the truth? Uh, I when I was a kid, I always wanted my name to be Stephanie. (gasps) I love the name Stephanie, and I still love the name Stephanie. So I I was gonna say that, but I don't want you to be like, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Still my name. If you were put in charge of creating a brand new global holiday, what would you name it, and how would it be celebrated? It would be. It would be World Kindness Day, and the way you celebrate is everyone is required to do something kind for someone that they don't know. That they don't, That's the key. You could do something nice for someone you know at any time, but I would say that you don't know. All right, Steph, I'll hit you with one more here. Your pet can now talk. What's the very first thing your pet says to you? I want to go to the park. <laughs> <laughs> no. Thank you. Next. Next. <laughs> <laughs> New doggy. Aww.
<laughs> that was funny. I wish we had some for you, JC. I, I would know. have loved to answer, or ask you some of these rapid fire questions. I think you learn a lot about someone. You're giving us the, the, the quick answers. There's a, we have, I've got pages of these things. We can go back to this at another time. And there, there's some of them are pretty intriguing, too. It reveals a lot about someone. Do you have, uh, do we have time for me to just give you a couple? Sure. Okay, let me see. Um, what is your most useless talent? Um, um, snapping. Uh, are you a coffee or a tea person? Coffee. Uh, who is your favorite actor? Brad Pitt. What would you do with a million dollars? Um, I would uh, go on a nice vacation with my wife. If you, on that note, if you could travel the world for free, where would you go first? I would go back to France because you had such a wonderful time. My wife was kind of exhausted in her trip. I want her to re-experience France and do it all over again. Uh... Who do you? I'm, I'm trying to find so. What is? Oh, these are all actually trivia questions. <laughs> what is the unit for speed? <laughs> Sorry, I, uh, I, I, I don't want to talk about speed. Be prepared. Next <laughs> yeah. time I'll be prepared. It's not about me. It's about you and Steph. I'm so come on now. Uh, coming up here, we do have uh, lots coming up, including those tickets to go see Gale. That's happening at 7:40, and then in the dirt, Harry Styles reacts to the Billboard charts in a very classy way. Details in about 10 minutes. All the rumors are true, yeah. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. It's kind of crazy to think that Netflix has only been making TV shows since 2013. Remember when Netflix was just an online service where you'd order DVDs to your house? Yeah, that's just, that seems like a lifetime ago. It was a queue. You'd pick your top five favorite DVDs. They'd send you the ones they have. Well, Rolling Stone put together a list of their 20, their 20 best shows over these last nine years. What do you think is in the top five? I, I was kind of surprised with their top five. I actually saw the list, and I th- there were a couple shows I had never heard of, including the number one answer. Yeah. I, 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 I've heard of it, but I haven't watched it, I, I guess. Before, so what do you think would be in the top five? Like, What would you put in the top five? Like, mm. What is your favorite show on Netflix? Right now, it is The Extraordinary Attorney Wu. It is such a good show. It's so heartwarming. It just, it gives me Ted Lasso vibes. It is amazing. That is my favorite show right now. That's not even in the, on the list. Yeah, yet. it's fairly new. That's, so, that's why. Yeah. Well, number five is a show called Big Mouth on from 2017. It's still on that now. I haven't seen Big Mouth. No. American Vandal. Nope. Russian Doll is number three. I've heard of that one. Natasha Leone is in that, I believe. That one is still going on. Number two is Orange is the New Black. And I watched like the first couple seasons. I really liked it. I don't know why I stopped watching it. I, I, that was the same way. I watched the first few and then Laura kept watching it. So I caught like the last season, which is, it, it picked up. It got pretty intense. And the number one is BoJack Horseman, 2014 to 2020. Is that a cartoon? Which or, one? BoJack Horseman. No, I don't. Thinks well, maybe it is Bojack. Anyone watch Bojack? Oh, it is. Uh, yeah, I, I, I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. Now shows that we talk about a lot on the show: Stranger, thir- uh, Stranger Things. Rolling Stone has that at thirteen. Squid Game number fourteen. The Crown sixteen. Remember the the Haunting of Hill House came out in twenty eighteen. I watched that. That was like that was pretty sad. That came out. Uh, that's number nineteen on the list. Yeah, that's. I, I feel like part of me is like I need to watch more shows, and part of me is like, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Bridgerton's not on there. Ozark is not on there. House of Cards is not on there. Some of those big shows that people are really into. Wow. So Lizzo and about Dan time. Turn up the music. Turn down the lights. I feel 
It is the number one song in the country. Before that, Harry Styles, and as it was, was was number one for 10 weeks total. He had the past two weeks, it was number one. So she knocked out Harry Styles out of the top spot. And Harry uh, graciously accepted his defeat by sending Lizzo a colorful arrangement of flowers. And Lizzo, she showed them off in a TikTok video in which she holds them up. They're gorgeous. And she says... Thanks for the flowers, Harry. The really beautiful flowers that he sent her. I, I just think just the thought... I mean, uh, let's be honest. I don't think he'd tell a flora and like, hello, this is Harry I'm sure he had a person do it. But the fact that he did that and took the time and it was like, I'm happy for you, even though I got bumped down. It's just... It, he just seemed like a really sweet guy. And we're inviting you to Harry's house. This is your chance to win a trip for two to see Harry Styles live on tour. Either New York City, L.A., Chicago, or Austin. Your chance is happening at 9 a.m. on that. So that is a huge contest that we're doing. This is interesting. A new survey of 2,000 people reveals what the best songs to play at a wedding. I have the top five. In your mind, what's the best song to play at a wedding? Or the top song at your wedding that you played? I, I, what's the goal? To make people get out there and dance? Uh, to- you know what? That's a great question. He's looking at the results. Yeah. I, I would say that. The, the, all these songs are, I think people get up off the off their chair. They get out. They're having a good time. Singing, dancing. Then I would say something like, something that has a dance with it. Like, like um, uh, Cha-Cha Slide. Or uh, Electric Slide. Or... Wobble or something like that. They're actually not in the top ten. No, no. I'll give you number five. Mama mia, here I go again. Okay. My, my, Was this played at your wedding? No, okay. definitely not. I like a- I. It's ABBA, right? Yes, yeah. I, I like ABBA, but no, we did not play this. I know for a fact this song was not played at your wedding. No, because I got married before it came out. <laughs> That's number four. Number three, best songs to play at a wedding. Uh, number two. I'm having such a good time. I'm having a ball. Don't Queen, don't now. stop me now. It's a hard t- song to dance to. <laughs> Are you at, a, you're at a wedding, Mercedes? You're sitting there talking with some friends at a table. All of a sudden, this song comes up. What do you do? You know, as cheesy as it is, I, I bet, you know, someone would grab me. Come on, let's go. And then we'd all be like, <laughs> I could see that happening. There was that one friend. Come on. Let's yeah. Get, come on. No, come on. Come on. You're going on the dance floor. Okay. Let's do it. Have some fun. Come on, girlfriend. Uh, coming up this hour, tickets for you to go see Gail. Avoiding college tour fall 2022. This is happening at the Virgin Hotels in October. Your ticket. If you ever want to reach out to the show, you can do it a couple of ways. You can call or text us at 702-364-9400, or you can join us on our live stream right now, 7 o'clock hour social, where we are live streaming. You can talk to us on the live stream by uh, shooting us a message on YouTube or Facebook. So last night, my husband and I went on our nightly walk. We pretty much go every night, just uh, walk around the neighborhood and walk a couple of miles, and, and it's nice to get outside, even if when it the weather is kind of like soupy like it is right now but we were walking and um we were just kind of looking at some of the houses and we know a lot of people in the neighborhood like we don't 
necessarily hang out with them, but we know like, oh, this person lives in this house. This person lives in this house. And I made a comment as we were walking yesterday about one house in particular. I said, I have never seen anyone coming or going out of that name, uh, out of that house. And Matt says, oh, that guy, he he mows his lawn. Yeah, I see him on Sundays. He mows his lawn himself every Sunday. It's Sunday yard work, Steve. And I was like, is his name Steve? He goes, I don't know. I just call him Sunday Yard Work Steve. And I thought that was like the funniest nickname because we always come up with these really ridiculous nicknames for our neighbors that we don't know the names to. I remember JC used to talk about used to talk about the pilot that lived in yours. Um, There's the uh, shoebox greetings lady that lives in mine that she looks like that shoebox lady that is always angry. She was always like she hates me. And and we used to kind of refer to her as that. Like there was always a nickname for for someone that lives in your neighborhood. What is your your neighbor's nickname where they don't know you call them that, but that's how you're referred to. I'm sure people have nicknames in my neighborhood for me and my husband. I just have no idea what they are. Yeah, I want to go around and, and think about what would, our, what would our neighbor's nickname be for us based on the stuff that we do. So think about what, what would our neighbors call us or what are our neighbors calling us? And yeah, the pilot. So the pilot, uh, his real name is Ryan. Him and his wife are awesome. A couple of kids. He's been there Longer than I have it, but it's it's so funny because we were a couple of years in, and I didn't know what he did for a living, and we shared the same landscaper, and I was talking to the landscaper, and he made a comment about da da da. Well, you know he's a pilot. I'm like he's a pilot. He's like, yeah, he's a pilot. I'm like, oh, okay. So that's how I got the nickname, the pilot, for years. Pilot, pilot, pilot. And then it was just a couple of years ago, him and I were talking about just just chit chatting, and he mentioned that he owns a bunch of dry cleaning companies in Michigan. I'm like, you, you're not a pilot? He goes, no, no, I own dry cleaning companies. Well, that's awesome. So he's not even a pilot, but we still call him the pilot. That's a it just sticks. It, it, it once you once you come up with something, it's really hard to go back on it. Uh, it would be weird to call him the dry cleaning guy. Yeah, it's still the pilot. So he's to the right, and then to our left is Hot Tub Time Machine. And Hot Tub Time Machine doesn't even live in the house anymore, but we still refer to that neighbor as Hot Tub Time Machine <laughs> because, because when we first moved in. The people have never used the pool or the hot tub in the backyard. They moved out. A new guy moved in, and like, like within the first week of him moving in, we we're walking the dogs or something. We're behind the house. And we hear the hot tub going and music playing, and Laura's like, "What is that Hot Tub Time Machine up there?" And so ever since then, that house is Hot Tub Time Machine. Uh, what What is your neighbor's nickname? You can call us. You can text us. Uh, Stephanie says, my nickname would be the hockey fangirl. Yes, we know you, Stephanie. And my hu- you're actually the Revo fangirl because my husband, um, whenever he says sees anything related to Ryan Reeves, he, he sends it to Stephanie. He's oh, nice. like, oh, she loves Revo. I got to let her know about this. It's so funny. In my mind, you're the Revo fangirl for sure. Um what do you guys think your nicknames would be for other people in your neighborhood? Uh, for for like for us, where they would be yeah. calling us. Well, I'm trying to think. So I'm always outside with Jax in the backyard. The Maybe, dog guy. The dog guy. Yeah, because always out, I'm always in the backyard with the dog with Jax playing with the ball or something. So I would be dog guy. What about you, Steph? Hello. Hi. I think mine would be. Loud music, Lucy. <laughs> You're the loud music neighbor. I am the loud music. I think it's mostly James. So it'd be like loud music, Larry. <laughs> That's hilarious. Every Friday and Saturday night, it's like six or seven. And it's like, you know, it's the weekend. We want to enjoy ourselves, especially when we clean. If it's cleaning day, the music is on full, not full blast. We we try to be mindful of our neighbors because we live in an apartment complex. Uh, but yeah, we'll turn on our music. And I think people know because it's the same songs on rotation. It's like, 
like all of those people. It's, it's so funny. I, I don't know what people would refer to us. I know at one point um, we met some neighbors on a walk and they're like, whereabouts do you live? And I, I explained and she's like, and the lady's like, oh, you're the pandemic renovation house. And I was like, yeah, because during the pandemic, we did a home res- renovation. So I don't know if they still call us the pandemic renovation house, but that was us at one point. Did you have dumpsters in front of your house? Oh, yeah. Huge blue dumpster. Gigantic. Maybe, maybe dumpster dawn. Yeah, well, it's been gone for a couple of years now, but, but yeah, like, it could time machine. It, it sticks. Stuck. It sticks yeah. for that one time. There's the Tesla, the Tesla family. We have the pot smokers. <laughs> we've got, uh, we've got the yacht rock party house. Uh, yeah, there's so many, and now we have Sunday uh, yard work, Steve. <laughs> That's great that we all do that too. <laughs> you have a we fun neighborhood. I, I want to go over there. There's a lot going on. <laughs> so we have those tickets for you to go see Gail, and we have them in just about five minutes. You're gonna go see Gail. Those tickets are up next, and then after that, we have the hot three. What do you have for us, Mercedes? We are gonna talk about the signs that you have financial freedom in your life. Do, do you? Do you fall into this category? Hopefully. We'll talk about that. Also, do men and women say sorry or apologize enough? That's on the way. And then what are the biggest things that we miss about this decade? We'll talk about all that coming up next in the Hot 3. It's Justin Bieber. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. Hey, good morning, Nicole. Good morning. How are you? We are great, but not as good as you. You're caller 20. Congratulations. You get to see Gail in concert as she comes to 24 Oxford at the Virgin Hotels, Las Vegas. You are in for free. Congratulations. Whoa, that's awesome. Thank you. You made my morning. Thank you, Nicole, for listening to the show. And, yeah, congratulations. And if you want to join Nicole at the Gale concert, we have them again this morning at 940. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3, it is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. A new study is revealing the top signs that show you are living a life of financial freedom. So this study of adults found that owning a car outright with no finance is also an indicator that you have no worries about money. Not being afraid to check your bank balance is another um, as is flying first class and being able to buy branded products rather than like off brand products. But what are the top five signs? Those are some signs, but those aren't in the top five. Oh, okay. I was, okay. I was checking them off. I don't have that many. Oh, I was like, did you get all of them? No, no. no. I had, uh, I had, I think I had two. I had, uh, I can check my bank balance with confidence. Okay. My heart doesn't drop. And then I had the, um, buy, Brand products versus non-brand products? Okay. Yeah. Um, this The top five signs here are, let's go down this list, see if we're able to uh, to say that we fall in these categories. Saving money each month is number five. We do that. Yeah. Um, feeling, in, Steph, do you do that? Do you save money each month? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I do. Okay. Uh, feeling in control of your finances is number four. Mm-hmm. It depends on the month, honestly. <laughs> some some months are better than others uh, for me. Steph? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, three, being confident that I can cover any unexpected costs. 
depends what that cost is and how much is that cost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah agreed. Uh, it, it really depends on what it is. Mortgage is paid off is number two. This is a sign that you have financial freedom. That's a no for me. Yeah, we still got a mortgage. Don't even own a house. <laughs> <laughs> and the number one sign that you have financial freedom is having no debt. Again, that's a no for me. Yeah. <laughs> and a no for me as well. <laughs> Go back to that for the, those first ones, though. The uh, You mentioned the one, the owning a car, flying first class, checking your bank without anxiety, and then uh, buying brand products. Go, oh, answering those? Yeah. Oh, um, I buy brand products. I've flown first class, but it's because of my points, not because I buy the ticket. <laughs> I've never purchased a first class ticket. I guess I'll put it that way. Um. I already forget the other ones. Um, own your car own, outright. I don't own my car outright. I'm paying. Well, it's like I'm not leasing it, but I'm paying on you it. You still owe yeah. money on it. Yeah, yeah. same, same. Um, and yeah, that whatever the other one. Oh, checking your bank balance. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm okay with that. All yeah. right. That's good. So, it, I mean, it's like. I'm always thinking about money, though. That's the number one thing my husband and I fight about. It's it's money and like what we're spending it on and what we shouldn't be spending it on. And I'm the finance person in our family, so I see all the bills. And I'll be like, "Did you spend this at this place?" And he's like, "Yes." And he's like, "I didn't know I had to ask." So yeah, it was it's a, it's a lot. It could be tricky. Yeah. yeah, I get it. Also, this morning, everyone knows that um, Canadians they are super just kind they don't like to to be rude but do they and they they apologize a lot they are just in normal conversation but what about americans a new poll asked if men and women tend to say sorry or apologize in everyday conversations too often or not often enough and 45 percent think men don't say sorry enough 15% say they apologize too much, and 18% say that they... I feel like something... Is everything okay? <laughs> I, the winner's still waiting, and I need you guys, one of you guys, to put it on oh, hold. I'm sorry, so sorry. sorry. No, I, I, I could see like the live feed. Like, something's happening, and I could not pay attention to the know. story. That you I said, did you send the note? I did send a note, and I even did the little hang-up call, like, put her on hold. I was like, what's going on? Sorry, Nicole, for She's waiting. been listening to the conversation like, directly uh, through uh, the like, phone can, line. Can I just give you my information and go here? Yeah. She's <laughs> chiming in. She's like, I own my car, and I don't have anxiety when I check my bank accounts. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to skip that one, because I totally lost track of that story. And finally, this morning, a new study is revealing the top things about the 90s decade that we miss the most. Music was a great influence for three in 10 adults. Um, and uh, fashion trends were also big on the list, as well as uh, technology. So these are the things uh, of the respondents that were born in the last 20 years. 42% had explored the 90s through social media. 38% learned through films and uh, TV and music. And Gen Z, they've really embraced the trends of the 90s, saying that 34% saying that it was a fun decade for fashion and culture. So the top, the top five things that were that respondents say were the best things about the 90s. Number five was VHS tapes. I mean, there was just something about sticking that tape in and, and, and you know, rewinding it when it was over. And, and that, yeah, that was a, going to Blockbuster. That was always an event. Number four, best thing about the 90s, the Spice Girls. Crystal Maze was number three. Was that a game? I'm not sure. What is what is Crystal Maze? I was not into that. I have no idea. And are the Spice Girls doing a reunion? Was there some kind of an announcement about the Spice Girls getting back together for a big tour? 
Uh, I feel like I saw something sure. on social. Maybe it was an old thing that I saw. Yeah, I'm sure they, they, you always see stories They're always of talking that. about it, right? Yeah. What's it called? Crystal Maze? Crystal Maze looks like it was a TV series. I did not watch Crystal Maze. I was not even aware of that. Now I'm kind of intrigued. I, I, part of me wants to go back and start watching this on YouTube. Uh, number two, The Simpsons. Uh, one of the best things about uh, the 90s. And the number one thing that people miss the most about the 90s, the TV show Friends. Friends was number one. Some of the other things that were on the list included uh, the CD Walkman, uh, the group Take That. This must have been a British survey. <laughs> Is that Robbie Williams? I think so, uh-huh. yeah. Titanic, uh, the Nokia 3210S was on the list. What do you miss about the 90s? Um, let's see. The 90s, grunge clothing, uh, maybe MTV. I do miss watching music videos back in the, back in the 90s. Um, hmm, video games from the 90s, like Nintendo and Tecmo Bowl was a lot of fun in the early 90s. I miss Saved by the Bell. Saved by the Bell was like my go-to Saturday morning show. Loved watching Saved by the Bell. Uh, also 90210. Loved watching that. I, I, I miss a lot of the shows. They, you know, shows that had a theme song at the beginning of them. We don't have theme songs anymore. No. You know? And it was, and we don't have catchphrases either from TV shows. Was there a catchphrase from um, Saved by the Bell? Um, time out. And then Zach would freeze time, and then he, he would do whatever he needed to That's do. That's right. Time out. Um, and, you got yeah. a phrase when she says it, Steph. What? What is it? When Mercedes says time out, we got to freeze. Oh, I was like, what are you talking about? No. I was like, huh? No, I, hey, here's one of my favorite ones. It's from a movie. But I, I predict Steph will do the right thing. I don't think JC will do the right thing. Okay, I'm going to say the phrase. Ready? Mm-hmm. Auntie's coming. <laughs> Steph did the right thing. <laughs> Steph did the right thing. <laughs> I acted like a toy. <laughs> Jason just stood there like, stood what? There, what? Who's coming? When you say Andy's coming, you're supposed to like. The toy story because Andy is the kid, right? Yeah. Ah. You have to be a toy and just fall. Like... I love it because it's like they're so in character the way that Pixar does it. And their eyes are like moving like humans. And then out of nowhere, you see, um, uh, is it Andy? No, no, no. Um, Woody? Woody, Woody. His eyes are like really big and shiny. They just go with big and shiny. (laughs) Here's the key. When you go to Disneyland and you see any of the Toy Story characters, you yell that to them and they fall on the ground. It is the cutest thing. No, every time they hear it? We saw Jesse in California Adventure and just as a joke... My daughter goes, Andy's coming. And she went, plop. No way. It was so funny. I wish I had. I wish I was recording. I didn't think she would do that. It was so cute. That is awesome. (laughs) So next hour, there's tickets for you to see Lauren Daigle. We have them for you right around 825. And it's Thursday. So we're playing Incoherent. I don't even know where the rankings are. It's just fun playing it. But I know I won last week. It was my first win in a long time. Yeah, you still have a ways to go to beat uh, Steph. Steph is definitely in the lead on this one. But who who knows? This might be the start of a comeback. We are going to play Incoherent in just about 15 minutes. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It is 7.59, Mercedes in the morning. Thanks for joining us on this Thursday. I saw an interesting study that I want to see if you guys agree with this. When you think about who was the pushover parent in your family, the one that if you really wanted a yes to something, you knew to go to that one and not that one. Does every does every family have a pushover parent? Because a new study says that there is definitely one that is more of a pushover parent in your just in your traditional mother father uh, family. That I, I would love to see another study on like a same sex family and see where the pushover parent lies there. But who was the pushover parent in your family? Seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. Before I tell you who it is. I, I'm curious if we do like an informal poll and just tell us who it was in your family. Um, and let's see if it aligns with this research. So so let us know who it was for you. What about in your family? And what if it changes for a boy and girl too? Like the boy might be one parent, for the girl was the other parent, just depending on the gender of the child. But for me, it, it in our house, and I hate using pushover, but the more... I don't know. The more relaxed one, it was my mom. 100% my mom. My dad had so many. My parents had so many strict rules. But my dad was kind of the mastermind behind these strict rules. Growing up, I wasn't allowed to have a lot of friends over. As a little kid, I was. But I entered my teen years. Wasn't allowed to have friends over the house. Just wasn't. Wasn't allowed to have friends over. My dad would be out of town on business. I could have a friend or two over. Don't tell your dad, but you can. Jeff can come over and hang out. Maybe have dinner with us. And so my mom would kind of break the rules when my dad was out of town. So it was definitely, it was definitely my mom in our house. Um, Steph, in your house, who was the pushover parent for you? Honestly, that's really hard for me to choose because both of them were really lenient. They kind of let me do whatever I wanted. But if I really, really had to pin a parent that's more lax, I would say my dad was a little bit more lenient than my mom. But again, really tough to tell because they were both really not pushovers, but lenient. You th- that's interesting that you had two of them because usually it's like bad cop, good cop with with families, mm-hmm. and it's like one is always like the strict one, and then the other one's like, oh come on, let's be nice. Who is it for you? Seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. Uh, the and yeah, the the phrase pushover is kind of like, eh, but you know what we mean. This text just came in. It was definitely my mom that was the pushover parent. I always felt like she was kind of on my side against my dad. Uh, this one says my dad was the pushover parent, but only for me. I was the favorite. I was the baby. And he was definitely harder on my older siblings. Uh, this one says my dad was definitely the pushover parent. Mom was always on us, nagging us. But dad was always like the cool one to hang out with. OK, so according to this. Wait, who is it for you? So oh. I'll keep track here. So, so far, based on the text messages and internal conversations, three dads. Two moms. Okay, my uh, the pushover parent was definitely my mom. Um, my dad was super strict. He was. Uh, sometimes I'd ask if I could do something, and he'd just say no, and there was no reason for it. Like I was, I wasn't bad or anything. I'd be like, Dad, can I go over to Amy's house? No. Why? Because. <laughs> 
That's all you needed. Like, why? That's all you needed. Please. Like, can I go? And yeah, he he was tough. But when I got a yes out of him, I was like, oh, my goodness. But my mom, on the other hand, she was like, "Um, what are you going for? And I'm like, oh, we were just going to hang out. Okay, that sounds fine. She was always like, yeah, no problem. Uh, Let's talk to Dana really quick. Hey, Dana, good morning. What do you think? Good morning. So I'm the pushover and my wife is the strong one. Now, how did this develop? I'm glad we're getting a perspective from a, a same-sex family. So how, is this just like personality types, or did you guys talk about this? How did this happen? No, she's definitely more the masculine. She's the breadwinner. She's a doctor. Um, I'm stay-at-home mom. Um, the interesting thing is, as soon as our son turned 19, she kind of became soft. Oh. Um, and anytime our son cries, oh, that's it. He can get anything he wants. (laughs) Oh, they're so smart, those kids, the way they manipulate us. (laughs) Thanks for calling, Dana. Started to break you when he turns 19. Yeah, exactly. I'll break down that wall. (laughs) All right. So according to this study, the pushover parent is the dad. They say, yeah, dads are the pushovers at home. Um, Apart when it comes to dealing with bad behavior, they found that... um, that dads are they lay down the law with their kids behavior and discipline but um, moms they they call the shots when it comes to doing their kids doing their homework trying everything on their plate or eating everything on their plate trying new foods uh 65% of parents believe that they and their partner are both strict but they're saying that most of the time it's actually the dads uh, growing up, finish what you you know, finish your plate before you leave the dinner table. It was always dad's dropping that line on on us. Oh yeah, yeah. My and he'd always he'd always throw my mom in the mix. Like, do you want to hurt your mom's feelings by not finishing that? I was like, no, I don't, because she's the only one that lets me go anywhere. <laughs> so I'll continue eating. Eating too, gag. No I more know. broccoli, I'm dad. I'm not hungry oh, anymore. Boy. Keep eating. <laughs> yeah, and then a full glass of milk. Oh, milk with dinner every oh, night. Why did I have to drink milk with my dinner? Oh, was it just full? Was it I haven't bought milk in ages. Full vitamin D, whatever the thickest milk possible was, the milk I was drinking as a kid. No, praise praise the Lord. I We actually had 2%, oh, so I, at least man. I didn't have to drink like the heavy buttercream or whatever that was. I was drinking butter every night. <laughs> it's Thursday. We have Incoherent coming up in about 10 minutes. Can you guess the gibberish? It's a fun game to play, fun game to listen to, and you can watch us as well. We'll be live streaming on Facebook and YouTube. Yeah, kicking off 60-plus minutes, commercial-free, and in just about seven minutes, your tickets to go see Lauren Daigle, Resorts World. That concert is happening in September. It is time to guess the gibberish. Can you figure out what we're trying to say? We're playing Incoherent. It's a game that you can actually buy. Um, we we kind of changed the rules a little to fit our show, but basically we are each dealt seven cards. And the goal is to see who can get the most correct answers by guessing the gibberish uh, each week. So far, it, it, it was really close for a while. And then Steph just pulled ahead and she is in the lead. She has 10 wins under her belt. I have seven. JC, you have seven. And so uh, it's 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 still close. But like I said, there's definitely a clear winner. But the good news is, JC, you won last week. Which means you get to go first today. And okay. that means you get to choose who your card holder is going to be. Okay. And at one point, we were tied 666. Just shows where things are going. Yeah. The queen over there. She's really good. Watch out. Uh, Mercedes, I'll go with you. And I'm allowed one pass. Okay. 
Um, are you ready? I have my cards all set, all right. ready to go. Let me get the timer. We 30. got new cameras, so I just always want to make sure. Oh, oh. oh! Okay, he didn't see. He I didn't see it. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. I'm actually going to put that one at the bottom, though. Fair enough. In case. Okay. Let me flip the thing. Ready? Uh, we start now. Lamb on AIDS tanned. Lamb on AIDS tanned. Lamb on AIDS tanned. Lamb on AIDS tanned. Lemonade stand. Yes. Spa tough highball laylust. Spa tough highball laylust. Spy tough highball label. Pass, pass, pass. Daw lie inkin. Daw lie inkin. Da lie inkin. Da lie inkin. Da lie ink in. Da lie inkin. I'm dying. I don't know what it was, but the way you were saying it, it was like duh. I almost thought you said it. And then I was like, no, you didn't say it. Put it up again. Let me say it. Let me say it. Oh, I know. Duh, lie, Inkin. Duh, lie. It sounds like you're saying it. Duh, lie, Inkin. We were talking about Disney earlier. The lie, Inkin? The. The. Lion King. Yes. Oh, oh man. Oh, boy. What else did you miss? This one. Uh. Through it. We gotta pick it up. Da <laughs> lie. Spot tough high bowl lay lust. Spot tough high bowl lay lust. High bowl bowl lay lust. Bowl lay lust. What's the hint? Bo- the hint is a list of popular songs. Spotify playlist. Yep. Darn it. I know, right? That one was tough. That was tough, which means you only got one. Okay. But okay. One, one is better than none. Puts me on the board. Yes, Puts me on the board. Exactly. Ooh. All right. Well, since you picked me, that means I am up next. Steph, you are holding the cards for me. Shuffle, shuffle. Okay. Part of me just has, I go in every week with low expectations. And if I get one, I'm happy about it. Like, I just, I've been on a losing streak lately. So I'm just hoping for the best on this It's so hard when you're doing it. But when you hear someone else say, when you're saying it, I'm I'm boom, boom, boom. I get them all. You got this, Mercedes. Okay. All right. I'm ready. Put the timer, get the timer ready. I got one pass and go. Nan tanned hose witch. Nan tanned hose witch. Nan tanned nan tanned hose witch. Uh pass. Uh co cool it. 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 Coo cool it. Coo cool it. Coo cool it. Coo cool it. Uh I don't oh. even know. I just, I told you guys, I, I don't know. This game is not my thing. You've got seven wins. This game is your thing. I Come on not. now. Do you know what this one is, JC? Cool, call it. Cool, cool, call Internet it. search. Google it. Yes. Oh. And this one? Nantan Hosewitch. Nantan. Nantan. Intended? Nintendo Switch. Nintendo Switch. Ah, JC, you should have had mine. You knew them. No, again, I get it when someone else is saying it. Oh, man. So here here we are like, JC, you only got one poor thing. Guess what? I got zero. I thought you got one. No. Oh, you got zero? I got zero. I told you. Well, Steph gets zero. I could win the whole thing. Yeah. (laughs) If Steph doesn't get one, you're in. But I win it. Like I said, she's been on a roll, so I don't know. You, You are giving her your clues today. Steph, you need one to tie, two to win. Easy as that. Just two to win. Slow. Let's do it. Okay. You ready? Ready. Timer on and... Wait. No, I'm not ready. Okay. Uh, Mercedes, hit the timer for me, please. Oh. 
one moment, please. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do. Is it on mine? 30 second timer. 30 second gong. Underneath. Left. It's a white and black. I can hit it. Oh, well, I wait. Hold on. Okay, no, because it's it's because I'm on um my it. own. Oh, you got it? Yeah, ready? Okay. okay. Yep. Uh, oh, great. It's Say Some Me Street. Sesame Street. Yes. Oh, gosh, it's low. Chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. Yes. yes. <laughs> Keep going. Okay. Uh, Bass Kid Paulupa. Bass Kid Paulupa. Basket of... Basket of... Bass Kid Paulupa. Basketball... Basketball... Lollapalooza? <laughs> bass... Pass! 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 Mm. Ah! Okay. Uh, oh! I think I figured it out. Yeah, I thought you almost said it, too. This one here? Is it basketball hoop? Yeah, basketball oh. hoop. The way you said it at the end, I was like, oh, she's got it. She's got it. And then basketball uh, hoop. I think this one was up for a second, but I want you guys to, since it was up for a second, this is a good one. Boy, Felicia. I know that one. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> and we say bye, Felicia, to JC and Mercedes because Steph wins yet nice. another one. The queen. I just, I don't know. I just um, go in and I try. We bow down to you. 11 wins for you. Wow. Way to go. Nice job. That game is not easy. And you are just dominating. Congratulations. Thank you. 11 wins. Woo. Sitting there at night playing with James every night. Faster! <laughs> Faster! Takes the, the, the cards out of my studio and studies them all. <laughs> I'm like, I noticed the thing was kind of open today. What the heck? She cycles on? through incoherent games at the house all weekend long. Keep going, James. Keep going. We can do it. I got to memorize all these. I'm going to place the cards in a certain way where I get these seven cards. She has them all memorized. No, she just is doing a great job. She is good. All right, let's change from incoherent to this. We're looking for caller 20. 702 364 400. You're caller 20. You're playing heads up and you got a really cool prize here. We are giving you your tickets to see Lauren Daigle. Oh, what a show this is going to be. It's happening at the, the theater at Resorts World on September 24th. And if you want to go and just experience an amazing voice, your tickets are up for grabs right now. You just have to be caller 20, pick your category, pick your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you're going to win. Easy as that. Caller 20, you are playing 702-364-9400. Tonight. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Okay, our contestant this morning is Kristen. Hi, Kristen. Hi, Mercedes. How are you? We're doing so great. Thank you for listening, and congratulations. You're caller 20. You get to play Heads Up. We have these Lauren Daigle tickets that we want to get you. Pick a category. Do you want to go with margaritas or carousel? Margaritas. Margaritas. It is. Okay. Nash, or, uh, National Tequila Day was on Sunday. So these are all different kinds of alcohol. Okay? Perfect. Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner? I'm going to pick JC. All right. All right. Kristen, here we go. We got 60 seconds on the clock, and you get six correct. You're going to go see Lauren Daigle, and you start now. You might drink this with tonic. I believe it's in a martini. Gin. Yes. Uh, this is a darker, um, kind of a beachy vibe to it. Um, hmm. Um, uh, uh, this and cocoa as well. Rum. Yes. Um, Ding. I, I don't have the dings on my thing. So okay. Um, this is, it, it's, a, it's a clear drink. You also mix this with tonic or maybe a soda as well. Vodka. Yes. Um, this is, uh, she's an R&B singer. <laughs> uh, she used to perform with Monica. 
Monica, R&B singer. No, we'll pass on that one. Brandy. Yeah, Brandy. Brandy. Yes, yeah, Brandy. Uh, we, you, 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 this is a celebration drink. Champagne. Yes. We'll pass on this next one. Uh, Coors Light, uh, Budweiser. Beer. Yes. Yay! Ah! My stepdaughters are going to be so excited. I wish they were here to hear this, though. Oh, They're out of town. That's amazing. Oh, we listen every morning. Congratulations. Thank you. Oh, that's so cool. I uh, I apologize for my lack of skills. I They put a new system, so I have like my mm-hmm. own. Uh-huh. Um, the, this is Inside Talk, my own wide orbit, and I don't see the 30 seconds. Uh, I don't see anything. Oh, you can't hit the buttons anymore. So I need to go to yours. I can hit the buttons, but I, they're not on mine. If I go to yours, JC, then I have them. So I should have just done that. Got but. it. All good, anyway, it doesn't matter. You guys won. So congratulations. And look at this. Yay, I, thank you. Watch it. Watch this. Now I just went to yours, JC, and I can do all of it. Perfect. <laughs> it works. It works now. Kristen, congratulations. Tickets for you to go see Lauren Daigle. And actually, for, for your anyone who wants to listen to you playing, you can download today's podcast and play it for all your friends. You winning and crushing it today. So congratulations to you. Thanks. And uh, lots more still to come, including at 9 o'clock. We're inviting you to Harry's house. This is your chance to win a trip for two to see Harry Styles live on tour. Be here at 9 a.m. for that one. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. If, if we had to name a street, what no, do you say? There was, I was just telling Mercedes the song is ending. I'm talking to her in her studio. Brandon Flowers, you go back about 10 years ago, his solo album, his first solo album was called Flamingo. And he named it Flamingo after Flamingo Road because Flamingo Road holds a very special place in his heart. He used to work at the Gold Coast, uh, recorded the album in the Palm Studio. Flamingo Road itself is very special to him, so he named his first solo album Flamingo. So if you were you put out a solo album and you have to name it after a special place in Las Vegas, a place that you hold near and dear to your heart, what would your solo album be called? Like just a street? It could be, no, street? No, it could be, be anything in town. Oh, gosh. Um, Applebee's. Okay, so why would your first solo album be named Applebee's? Because that's where my husband and I went on our first date. It was to Applebee's at Spring Mountain and Rainbow. It was at Applebee's. Is that still there? I think it is. I think it is. Um, and and it was it was a spur of the moment thing. He's like, "Hey, did you want to go hear me out?" And uh, it, I remember what happened. It was uh, like something good happened at work, and he's like, "I'd like to take you out to celebrate." And I was like, "Oh, okay." It was a week night. And uh, so we went, and I I don't even remember what I got. <laughs> it was we were just we were there, but I I do remember I ordered a rum and coke. Don't ask me why I never drink rum and cokes. My husband doesn't drink, so I just was like, what kind of impression was I making? I was like, I'll have a rum and coke, and uh, he's like, oh, iced tea, please. Um, but he still asked me out on a second date, so I would call my album Applebee's. For some reason, you ordering a rum and coke seems like very late '90s Mercedes. It was, it was, it was totally different person. <laughs> rum totally and coke. different person back then. <laughs> I mean, okay, I've definitely evolved. I don't know if I've evolved in a positive or a negative way, but I've definitely evolved. I love that. Okay, so your first album we called Applebee's. Okay, so you're releasing your first solo album. You have to name it after some someplace special in Las Vegas. It could be a street. It could be a restaurant. It could be a neighborhood. What would your first solo album be called? 702-364-9400. Mine would be called Paradise Bay Club. 
Because that was the first apartment complex that I lived in in Las Vegas. It was on Paradise Road. It was right behind the Hard Rock Hotel. It was there for the, like, they, I think they shut it down in the early 2000s. They tore the whole thing down. Now, if you go down there, it's just now an empty lot um, behind it. I think they were supposed to build a hotel at one point. But I, my first solo album will be called Paradise Bay Club. I lived in a total of six apartments inside that apartment complex. Six? Six different why apartments. Why did you why were you an apartment jumper? Um some of them were for a short amount of time, but my first one was my my buddy Tim and I, we were getting our own apartment inside there, but his lease was ending. So I when I when the semester was over, I had to move out of the dorms. I had a one month gap until we got our own apartment. So I literally lived on his couch for a month. That was apartment one. Then we moved into our two bedroom apartment. And then I moved into another buddy's apartment. And then I moved back into Tim's apartment. And then I moved into my own apartment. This is over the course of six years, I think, or four years that I did that. Okay, so Paradise Bay Club, the special place in Las Vegas for you. What is it for you guys? What would you name your album? What's the place that... It may not seem like a special place to everyone else, but it's a, it holds a special place in your heart here in Las Vegas. Steph, what would your album be called? My album would be called... Howard Johnson, the hotel, because that's where we stayed at. Me and my husband, James, when we first started dating, we came to Vegas living. We were living in San Diego. We came to Vegas and we went to go see the Justin Timberlake 2020 experience tour. And we stayed at that one right next to like the Hooters and right across from MGM, because that's where he was playing at MGM Grand Garden Arena. And I remember walking from that little hotel to the to the arena and i was like why am i walking so much and it's because we didn't realize that the arena is so far from where we think it might be we're like oh you know the hotel's just across the street oh really it's like you go through the casino and then you finally find the arena but it was really special that was our first um kind of like outing or vacation together and that back in 2014 it's true. Everything looks so close together. Like you assume, oh, I can see it. It's right there. Mm-hmm. So it'll just be a, a like five minute walk. And it, 30 minutes later and you're only halfway there. It's like, what the <laughs> heck? How far is this place? I My s- gosh, I still see it. It's still far away. I still saved the room keys that we had. Aww. We saved that and we saved like the tickets and we saved all the pictures we took because that was our first date. Howard Johnson's Paradise Bay Club and Apple these are, are the name of our first ever solo albums. Uh, so some of the texts we're getting, this one says Sunset Station. Met my now husband there in 2005 on a blind date. Uh, this one says my album would be called Godfather's Pizza. No explanation necessary. Actually, we do need an explanation because I want to know, was that that was here in town? Did they have a Godfather's Pizza in Las Vegas? Because I only remember that from Denver and they, there was one Godfather's Pizza by my house, but we never went there. Yeah, so why Godfather's Pizza? Please, we do need an explanation. Yeah, please explain. Uh, this one says Stratosphere. My grandma lived behind it. She raised me and my brother. She passed away many years ago, but seeing it always makes me think of her. This text says, mine would be called Green Valley because that's where I grew up. Uh, Heartland Mansion, married to my husband twice, just demolished. Yeah, they took it down. I was stunned by that whole thing. And then Renee, what what would your album be called? Mine would be called Crackers. Crackers? Crackers. Wait. Yes. What, it, what is Crackers? Crackers is a 
old bar that used to play rock music. My husband, it's closed now. My husband had been married over 35 years. And he used to, when he, just after he asked me to marry him, he kept doing it all the time. But he was on one knee in crackers asking me to marry him again. And a guy who was highly intoxicated came by and said, what's the matter? Won't she dance with you? (laughs) 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 That always stayed in my mind. That's that's what it would be. That's amazing. I love that, Renee. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I just got a text here. Godfather's Pizza was huge for people growing up in Vegas. I'm mad I missed the Godfather's round here. Yeah. But we do have some of the best album titles in the world. It's fantastic. Yes, we do. All right, Applebee's, what do you have coming up in the hot three? Okay, we're going to talk about the perfect start for your day. There's a formula for it, when to get out of bed, what to do after you get out of bed. We'll tell you what that formula is. Also, why people pretending to play violins is becoming a nationwide concern and some parents give their baby uh, a few interesting middle names we'll tell you how many and how they came up with these middle names it's all coming up next in the hot three Sorry, Jennifer. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning, and we are inviting you to Harry's house. This is your chance to win a trip for two to see Harry Styles live on tour. Your chance coming up in just about 10 minutes. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less speed. Did you know there's an actual formula for the perfect start? for your day yes that's right to start the day right a new study shows that you should get out of bed at 7 12 (laughs) a.m that is when you should get out of bed and then you should exercise for exactly 21 minutes the formula for the perfect start to your day also says that you should spend 10 minutes in the shower after that and then take 18 minutes over breakfast uh these specific instructions come from a new survey which analyzed a a mathematician actually analyzed these results to devise a formula for the best morning routine the average app um answers show obviously that the optimal time in the shower is 10 minutes people prefer eight hours in bed um waking up at 6 44 but getting up at 7.12 and then having breakfast right after at 7.25 a.m. They say almost two-thirds of people say this is an important way to set up for the day with um, spending, you know, at least 18 minutes at the breakfast table. Like, my my routine could be nothing. Like, it's it's so far from this. I don't even sit at a table for breakfast. I don't even eat breakfast. (laughs) 7-12. We're halfway through our work day at 7-12. I'm kidding. So, yeah, obviously with the show, we both get up so early. Do you do any of that stuff? I mean, I do a longer shower. I don't think it's 10 minutes, but I do. That's the first thing. Wake up, take Jack's out, go upstairs, jump in the shower. And it's maybe sometimes it is 10 minutes. It's kind of, I don't know, I'm in there for a little bit. And then the breakfast... I eat a protein bar. I'm not sitting there just over the protein bar, but it's there as I'm doing my work and I'm slowly eating it, but I'm not just focused on the protein bar. I'm working at the same time. I um I, I don't I don't even shower in the morning. I shower at night before I go to bed. I like to get in bed clean. I don't like to get in bed dirty. So I I, I take a shower before I go to bed. I wake up. The only thing I do on here is I don't get out of bed when I wake up. 
which is probably bad, but I hit snooze a couple of times. Uh, just sometimes I fall back to sleep. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes it feels good to just kind of lay there and think about how I'm going to approach the day and say my affirmations and all that good stuff. Your snooze, though, is part of your routine, right? So if you, if you snooze um, it twice, you're not late. It's kind of worked into your routine? No, it's really not part oh, of my not? routine. I should probably get up, but I don't. And so then I'm always rushing after that. <laughs> but sometimes I do get up right away. Like, okay, I'm ready to go. But I'd say I I, I hit snooze probably 70% of the time. One snoozer or two snoozers? Uh, sometimes two. Usually just one, but eight, sometimes two. Eight minutes, nine minutes? What's your snooze? I think it's nine minutes, yeah. Yeah, what's your snooze? Um, my Do you sno- even know? You don't hit snooze. Not in the morning, no. Alarm goes off at 3, I get up and go. But I do have it. If I if I take a nap in the afternoon, I'll do like a five-minute nap or seven-minute nap. I have the time. And then so the alarm goes off, the snooze option is eight minutes on my phone, so which is weird. Why not just take a longer nap? I don't know. <laughs> Instead of five minutes, take a take a you know, 20 minute nap and then you don't have to hit snooze I, and get it interrupted. It was like last week or something. I, I was able to go long form. I'm like, I'm, I'll do like a 10 minute nap. I got 10 minutes. And then the alarm went off. I'm like, you know what? I actually got more time. And I think I hit snooze twice. I probably would have just been lying down and just gone for 30 minutes yeah. instead of waking up, falling asleep, waking up, falling asleep. I mean, that's not the best thing. <laughs> also this morning, America is being hit by yet another sinister epidemic. People pretending to play the violin. It's it, it it's a weird thing. Have you ever seen this? People call it finger syncing as a play on lip syncing. And depending where you are, it's not illegal to perform in public for tips. And it's not illegal to mind play an instrument. But there's there's also nothing dangerous about it. And no one is forcing anyone to toss them some spare change. But they're saying it's it's happening a lot across the country. It's also it, it's not new. But if you Google or search for things like pr- pretending to play violin reports and videos from years ago pop up. But some law enforcement sources claim that these scammers could be part of some kind of traveling organized group that's actually hustling people out of their hard-earned money uh local a a news station um found one of these finger sinkers outside of a target in michigan and their local news station found that this guy had a sign said he was a father of three he needed money for food and rent and when the reporter exposed him as a fraud he claimed he couldn't speak english and he packed up and he left okay there's an albertson's charleston west charleston and desert foothills there's a guy out there a lot Playing the violin. So you're telling me he's got a sign saying the same thing. You're telling me he's just holding the violin. It is gorgeous. You walk out of Albertsons. I'm like, what is that sweet music playing? Oh, it's that gentleman over there. And he's got his violin case open. And that's where people are dropping money inside there. So you're saying, though, if he is a fraud... He's not playing it. It's just hooked up to a speaker system. It's be, I, I don't know about that person specifically. Mm-hmm. I certainly, if if he is really playing, do not want to take anything away from that. But um, perhaps he is just playing a song that's already pre-recorded oh my gosh he's so good he's so and you just described him to it anyone i've seen that guy outside of that albertson's you described him to a t and he's dressed always very nice too he's he, like he's got a nice shirt on and stuff he looks very nice and presentable okay. he's playing the violin you know that i am not when when i'm doing when i'm playing the violin you know that i am definitely not finger sinking i am i'm legitimately playing the violin for you guys don't believe us? Take a listen. That's not me. No, no. This is me. <laughs> you could actually make money outside of Albertsons. People would be like, stop. Yeah, stop. exactly. Please. 20 bucks, just I'll go home. I'll play you to stop. Go home, please. <laughs> uh, finally, this morning, we've heard some unique and really questionable 
baby names, but these parents might take the cake for giving their child the most middle names. Patrick Dieter and his partner decided to let each of their friends choose a middle name for their firstborn, their son, whose name is Rain. And as a result, he ended up with 27 middle names. Now, he explains that his son was born in the 70s when he and his partner were heavily into their hippie phase. Uh, he said, we had an enormous extended family of fellow stoners, psychonauts, amateur yogis, and freelance enlightenment coaches. He said sharing everything was the order of the day, and that included um, one's girl or boyfriend, uh, their stash, their food, their living space, no matter how crowded it got, because love is all they needed at that point, right? So when baby Rain was born, his parents felt that they wanted to name him something that would reflect this huge love revolution. Um, and after picking Rain's first name, they let their closest friends come up with one middle name each. Some stuck with the weather, with the weather theme. Um, others chose something unrelated. And Rain was told from the day he was born that he could choose any of the names he wanted to use or come up with one of his own. They admit that they have forgotten quite a few of his son's <laughs> middle names. <laughs> but the ones he can remember are uh, Rainstorm Thundercloud, Fire Flight, Ambrose Elijah, Food Bird, Hawk Wind, and Ocean. Oh, it'd be great if you put on his driver's license, 27 names on there. <laughs> I mean, you would need two driver's licenses just to complete the name. <laughs> Keep going through. This is really cool. We are inviting you to Harry's house. Your chance to win a trip for two to see Harry Styles live on tour is coming up right after M. By Hold. It's Mix 94.1. I knew he was an ex of yours. I knew his name. I didn't know it had this much of an impact on you, though. I mean, I I don't want to sell it more, but it, like then it is. It's not like I sit here dwelling on it, but I just when I hear the name, I'm like, ew. You know, I'm I'm not like, oh, you know, it's not that bad. I don't want to like oversell it, but uh, is there a name that you can hear and then you you just kind of cringe because. Maybe you knew someone that had that same name and you had a less than desirable experience with them. I was telling JC, like the name for me and no offense to any guy named this. But when I hear the name Jared, I'm like, ooh, because that was like my ex-boyfriend's name back in the day. And it was just he he was not. He was not a good boyfriend. I'll just keep it at that. There was several things he did that were ma- would make him less than desirable as a mate. <laughs> and so when I hear the name, I immediately am like, ooh. I feel bad because there's. I'm sure there's some really nice Jareds out there. Also, some not so great ones. You just say you probably had a double whammy with Jared from Subway. Yeah, I didn't even think about that one until just now when I said the said it out loud. But yeah, uh, is there? Is, does anyone do that where? You hear a name and it makes you kind of like, Ugh, because you knew someone by that same name. What happens if you know someone with a, a name that you just don't like and then you meet someone who's really great? Are they able to change you on it? Does anyone else do that? Oh, any Jared's out there right now listening, call us up. We, so we'll get a, a positive Jared experience to kind of wash out the, and it's faded through the years, but the, the slight cringe you get when you hear Jared because this awful ex you had back in the day. So yeah, any kind Jareds call out so we can kind of just, you know, reprogram your mind with a nice Jared. Yeah, it, it would it would be helpful. But again, I don't like sit here and dwell on it too much. And it's not that common of a name. So I don't hear it very often. But uh, wasn't there a, a, a football player was is Jared Goff a, a football player? Yes, is that the quarterback of the Rams? The Rams, yeah. yeah. Well, so it when, was the Rams. Whenever I heard 
his name on you know f- football games, I'd be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of the old producers for our sister station, Jared. Oh, he was so nice. He's so sweet. I totally. D- I you know what? I I think the reason I it didn't click with him for me is just because. How nice he was. Mm-hmm. So I, it's almost like he, that wasn't his name. It was just like nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> we saw him at the 4th of July parade. He came out with his wife yeah. and his, his whole family to check out the parade. So there's a, there's a nice Jared to wash out the bad Jared. Does anyone else do that? Let's talk to uh, Alexandra. Hey, Alexandra, what is what is the name for you? <laughs> so it's an ex-boyfriend. Um, I really dislike this name, but no offense to anybody named out there like this. Uh, it's Gilbert, like, Gilbert, like, ew, like, just don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Gilbert, you're, you're like, uh-uh, not, no, I get it, I get it. And, yeah, it's not super common, but if it does pop up, you're always like, huh, Ugh. you know? Mm-hmm. Would you have that with a name? Um, there's co-workers' names that, that pop up that I hear. I go, oh. Um There are, as far as exes, it would be, I dated a girl named Diane. And anytime you hear the name Diane... My mind goes back there. I'm like, ah, oh, Diane. Like, it did, was it a bad breakup? Yeah, I mean, she, yeah, she was. She got back together with her ex, and I'm pretty sure that she cheated on me. Um, I, I couldn't confirm it, but the, the signs were there. The signs were there. But when I hear Diane, I go back to her. That's where my mind goes. I'm trying to think of famous Dianes, and all I got is uh, Diane Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> Princess Diane? She was Diana. Diane, that's right. Yeah. That's right, yeah. So um, Diane oh. Keaton. <laughs> Diane Warren. Diane von Furstenberg. <laughs> Who's that? The the, the designer. Diane, okay. She's famous for the rap dress. Now. Give me more Diane. Uh, Diane Sawyer. Oh, yeah. She's so sweet. Uh, Diane Warren. Oh, I said that one. Diane uh, Kruger. Um, I just got a text here, though. Oh, I totally, totally forgot. I, uh, what have, uh, I met at the... Um, when we went to meet other students that are going to the University of San Diego with my daughter, uh, there was a really nice boy there that we met, and his name was Jared, and he was so sweet. And his mom just texted me. She's like, my son's Jared. He's a nice kid. I was like, you are right. He should have turned me around. But again, I just didn't even associate him because he was so nice. He was so nice that he texted, he, he, he DM'd my daughter. He's like, hey, what dorm did you get in? I'm just trying to find out what, what dorm everyone got in. It was just so nice. I was like, Oh, that was so. You're right. He's turning it around for me. What if he dates your daughter? No, and your daughter has a Jared experience. They're friends. They are. They are. They are friends. Actually, they're not even friends yet. They just met that <laughs> night. So don't don't be doing that. Don't no, be doing I'm that. Just saying, it'll be a positive experience for Sophie. A positive Jared experience. It's Mix ninety four point one coming up at uh, nine forty. There's tickets for you to go see Gail. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Olivia Rodrigo and Joshua Bassett are trending this morning. The two basically broke the internet last night as they arrived at the high school musical, the movie, the series premiere yesterday. The shocking reunion had them both smiling and even twinning in black ensembles. Now, if you're wondering why is this such a big deal? So Joshua Bassett is the guy. He's the guy that she wrote her Grammy Award winning album, Sour. It was inspired by their breakup. Joshua Bassett dumped Olivia for Sabrina Carpenter. So seeing them back to 
like next to each other and smiling and it was like excuse me is this really happening in fact twitter was shocked some people tweeted Olivia Rodrigo and Joshua Bassett on the red carpet together was not on my 2022 bingo card. Uh, This tweet says, how is this even real? So we have the photos of them on our website if you want to check them out at Mix941.fm. A few things about this. This is, I mean, that's pretty big for the two of them to be there. But it was not a planned thing. She just happened to be there and he got there at the same time. Well, I think that, I mean, it was, it was known that they were going to both be there mm-hmm. but the fact that they stopped and took pictures together that's what everyone was like oh it wasn't like there was no avoidance everyone was all smiles it was just like what and and i think honestly if i'm olivia rodrigo i'm like i am a grammy award-winning artist now i don't need this guy i was heartbroken for this guy okay joshua bassett's probably like hey olivia what's up how you doing? You're living. You're like, hey, how have you been? How's your year been? Anything new? <laughs> Me? Mine, this- mine's been great. I won. I won a couple Grammys. Yeah, I've been good. I've been good. <laughs> if this would be like if we went back to the '90s. It would be like Alanis Morissette walking the red carpet and Dave Coulier coming there at the same time. I mean, I guess I, she only had that one song about him, but not a whole album. But yeah, I mean, if you want to put it into uh, 90s references, Got I it. guess that would work. Because he was the You Ought to Know guy, right? Well, I, I, I don't know. Have we ever had definite confirmation on that? So many rumors about that. Yeah. So so that is trending this morning. Also trending is Sean Mendez. The singer has canceled his remaining dates of his Wonder the World Tour uh, concerts. Um, he says that he needs to focus on his mental health. He actually posted a statement on social media to let fans know that he he wasn't prepared for the toll that being back on the road would take on him. He also wrote, after speaking with my team and working with an incredible group of health professionals, it's become more clear that I need to take the time. I've never taken personally to ground myself and come back stronger. He had, he had played only seven shows out of 87 that were scheduled uh, across the U.S. and the U.K. and Europe. So sending uh, our best wishes to him and, and take that time that you need. It's definitely something that more people should talk about. I really respect him for putting that announcement out. And then finally this morning, Jalapeno Rosé is trending Move over healthy Coke because the latest TikTok trend is adding jalapenos to rosé wine. Now, uh, a TikToker by the name of Alyssa Marshall, she started this trend on her TikTok after she was dared by one of her followers to drop the spicy pepper into her wine. And now jalapeno rosé, as of this morning, had over 86,000 views on the site, maybe more now. She says the idea came from her love of spicy margaritas uh running joke amongst her followers is that she's obsessed with jalapenos and adds them to everything now the trend isn't technically a new idea because spicy margaritas they've been around since the early 2000s but some people just like the idea of something sharp kind of cutting through the sweet undertones of rosé so everyone's trying it you'll probably see a bunch of videos on that in the next few days and that is what's trending Gail is coming to Las Vegas, 24 Oxford at Virgin Hotels, Las Vegas. October 15th is the show. You're going because we have your tickets coming up at 9.40. Red Hot Chili Peppers, it's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And it's Dimitri. Good morning, Dimitri. Good morning. You are caller 20. (laughs) All right. Congratulations. Thank you so much for listening. You just got yourself a pair of tickets to see Gail. 
over at the Virgin Hotels Las Vegas, her avoiding college tour, you're in for free. Congratulations. Uh, thank you so much. My daughter will be thrilled. Awesome. Congratulations, Dimitri. We see her name is Sophie. So tell her we said hi, and you're all set with your tickets. We'll have more of these tickets tomorrow morning at 740 and 940. In fact, though, this afternoon, Heather Collins has her tickets to go see Gail in the 5 o'clock hour. Ed Sheeran, and it's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Thursday. We're going to be back tomorrow to kick off the weekend. We've got a lot coming up, including the Friday Rewind and the 9 o'clock hour. More chances for you to win that flyaway to see Harry Styles in concert. And if you are looking for something fun to do, maybe you want to kick off the weekend early, join me tonight. I'm going to be over at Parkway Tavern in the district. We are doing Wind Down Thursdays. We're going to have lots of food and drink specials, tons of prizes, and just a fun way to kind of kick off the weekend early. So I'll be there from 6 to 8 o'clock tonight. If you are in the area and not doing anything, I would love to see you guys. That is it for us right now. It is time for the line of the day. I had it ready to go, but the computer locked up again. Oh, well. It was going to be fun audio. It was a good day. It was going to be fun audio of Steph proving once again that she is the queen of gibberish when she won incoherent for, what, 11 times now? She's the best of that game. Oh, my gosh. It's almost like we should just play for second place. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who's going to get second place today? We'll find out next week. So that'll do it for show number 1666 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.